Hello, welcome to Pass It On, and I'm your host, Susanna, with the first episode, Walk Your Walk. Pass It On is a newly made podcast intended to share stories that touch upon a person's passion. This passion can be anything, such as being inspired to get up and work or showing acts of kindness to others. And if you take out the T from Pass It On, it spells out passion, which serves as the underlying message of this podcast. In this first episode titled Walk Your Walk, I'll be starting off with my own story to let you as the audience understand me as a host and talk about my personal experience that inspired me to start this podcast and how this experience has changed my perspective in life. Without further ado, let's get started. Do you believe that if you don't give up and do your best regardless of challenges, there will definitely be results? Because I do. And if you don't, maybe the story can change your mind. Fencing was a sport I had longed to try as a child. However, due to a lot of personal circumstances with family, I wasn't able to bring it up to my parents. As time passed, I was able to talk it out with my mother, who supported me in pursuing it. So when I became a high school student, that was when I first started fencing epee. And let me just tell you this. It was extremely hard. From the first lesson to a few months in, man, the footwork was crazy. I still remember how my arms, legs, and calves were sore and bruises from the fencing blade were everywhere on my body. It was to the point where there were times when I questioned myself if I wanted to continue doing this. And since I was a beginner, I was put into the beginner class and I was the tallest and oldest one out of all the kids in that class. No one was my age. At first, I never felt ashamed about it because at that time, I wanted to try my best to learn and get into the competition level class quickly. And to note, there were three levels of classes starting from beginner to intermediate to competition, competition level being the class where a lot of people my age were in. But the next thing I knew was that I started to become really embarrassed and thought that people were judging me for being the odd one out for taking a class full of children or something similar to that, which made me extremely sensitive the more I went to my fencing classes. I remember crying so much one day after practice because I wanted to improve quickly very badly. But I knew the results wouldn't come right away and that this sort of obstacle shouldn't prevent me from continuing. I did not want to give up yet because this was what I really wanted to do and that I was finally fulfilling my dream of fencing. And that's when the pandemic hit. I know, right? Such great timing, you know? Like, I just started fencing, and then Mr. COVID had to come by and say, What's up, man? I'm just gonna come in and ruin your life. Ha ha ha. In that regard, almost everywhere was closed, so I had to take a break from fencing and do all my daily activities indoors until my fencing club reopened again once the pandemic had settled down slightly. By then, I was like, Hell yeah, let's go! And with that, I attended practices multiple times a week with very few people in the class, where beginner and intermediate classes were combined. Within only a few months, I became a fencer crying in beginner class to a fencer thriving in competition class. Flash forward to winter 2021 to 2022, which fencing season for all high schools. 
Naturally, I joined my high school's fencing team and surprisingly, we did very well. Our girls team won the conference championships, so we had the chance to fence for the county finalists. We were going against our rival school who won multiple times in the past years, but we were hopeful to crush them this time around. I really wanted our team to win this because one of my goals was to win a regional competition and receive a medal for fencing. Not like those participation medals, but a medal for winning. And if the team wins this match, everyone on the team gets a county medal. However, this game was very intense with lots of swords brandishing and ceaseless beepings and led to a score of 13 to 13 and the last match determined who was going to win. But luck had to totally be on my side and I had to be up for the last match. Not only was I the last person to go, but I had to go against a senior who went to the same fencing club as me and is extremely good in my opinion. I had fenced her multiple times at club before and lost to her like crazy, but I didn't want to start losing hope and not try. As the match began, I never felt this anxious before. My body felt stiff and everyone was watching in silence. I didn't know what to think. As many say, everything was a blur. I was going with the flow and the game seemed to go okay until that moment when my senior rival extended her arm and struck my wrist. She took the last point. I didn't know how to describe the feeling I felt at that time. Was it disappointment? Embarrassment? guilt? I couldn't look at my coach or my teammates or the other team cheering with joy. I was speechless. The first thing I asked to myself was why? Why did this have to happen to me? Why is it that, why is it that every time I get close to accomplishing my dream, something has to prevent me from achieving them? And to see that sight gone from me made everything collapse in those minutes. It was the feeling of chasing something, but losing my grasp on it by a centimeter. It was like I lost sight of the light in a dark tunnel. All I knew was that I was devastated and tired from that match. After the game, however, my coach went up to me privately, looked me straight in the eye, and said, You did great out there. We are so proud of you, and you killed it. I don't care if we won or lost. I know you went out there and tried your best. I am so proud of you. And honestly, after hearing those words, I broke into even more tears because that was the only thing that I wanted to hear at that time. 
I was super thankful that I had such amazing people on my team who always rooted for one another that day. The light I thought I lost sight of reappeared to me in that dark tunnel. Although the regrets were still there in my head after the season was over, I knew I had to move on because, I mean, that's life. I may have lost a lot of matches to people and still have a lot to learn, I won't compare myself to them because I learned that comparing myself to them will get me nowhere. Now I'm aiming to continue fencing even into college because it's something that I love I'll beat the losses I experience. Nothing will top the feeling of fencing itself and the feeling of winning mixed together for me. In life, you may think that you're a loser once you get left behind in a competition or cannot live up to your own expectations. Maybe it's during the national college entrance exam or when you're job hunting after graduation or even an audition. There are quote-unquote winners and losers in these scenarios. Once you lose and if you keep losing, you might feel like giving up at that point. But that's not how it is all the time. It may seem like this is all you got, but that is not true. The winners will tire out someday, and the losers and winners may meet again, and the losers may take that lead one day. So you should never give up and walk your walk. Just keep walking at your own pace because you will never know. We all have different paces in life, so go your own walk because that's okay. And this is the message I have learned from the beginning of my fencing journey as a high school student and the fact that I was able to take this experience and advise others who reached out to me with similar situations made it really honorable. Now, put your voice out there because I know each and every one is capable of walking their own walk. I hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode, Walk Your Walk, and don't forget to pass it on to the world. Thank you.